Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to season three of Training to Endure. My name is Ollie McCarthy. I am your host riding solo today. So it's just going to be me on this first episode. Today, I'm going to be covering uh, my reflections in last year. I'm going to be talking about some of the guests that we have ahead of us in the new year and also going to be talking about my next challenge and why I am doing it. Now, we left season two in 2023 and it is now 2024. So I thought it would be a good time to begin this podcast or a good way to begin this podcast um, to reflect on some of the things I learned last year. What, you know, or or how I think they can be useful uh, moving forwards into this year and how they can be useful for you. Um, so yeah, let's kick off the first one. First one is embrace and lean into challenge. Now, from a personal perspective, I found this to be quite pivotal last year. Uh, a lot of that was from a physical sense. I did the North Coast 110 kilometer race on about nine weeks notice. And that the race itself pushed me physically um, harder than I've ever had to or needed to go before. It also pushed me mentally more than I'd ever had to or needed to go before. And as we neared the end of the year, I knew I wanted to challenge. I knew I wanted to do something kind of ultra distance. I knew I wanted to, to tick the hundred kilometer box at some point, but actually just committing to that race, forcing myself to have to train for it was probably the best thing because I had nowhere to hide. I just had to get on with it. And a few weeks after committing to it, I ended up running, uh, well, yeah, a 50, 50 kilometers across the South Downs, which, you know, I, I wouldn't have been near anywhere near doing if I'd just kind of taken things easy. And yeah, and then I did the race itself, which as you probably might have heard, if you're a regular listener to this podcast, was an absolute trudge. Didn't go at all to plan, but I completed it. And, you know, I put that down to the fact that I just led into the challenge of it. And because I had that commitment, because I, you know, entered that race, I just had to kind of get on with it. There was no hiding from it. It was just a case of knuckle down and get on with it. And a couple of other times in the year when I've put myself under pressure, I have found that it has brought out the the best of me. And the more ambitious the the goals have been, the you know less attainable they've seemed to be every time or most of the time I have found that I've e either risen to the challenge and upped my game to you know kind of to to be in line with what the challenge needed needs or I have found that even when it hasn't quite gone to plan the lessons that I've got from it or the position that I found myself in has been a lot further along than if I hadn't taken on the challenge itself. And I think this is really, really true of a lot of things. And what I'm going to do is obviously talk 
a little bit physically because I know that this is a like endurance training podcast. But I think actually a lot of my clients I found they they tend to play it a little bit safer to begin with. And and you know that's absolutely fine. I, I was definitely the same. As their understanding of what they're capable of actually changes and they begin to realize what they can achieve once they put their mind to it and they push themselves out of their comfort zone. That is the point where epic things begin to happen. That is the point where those kind of life-changing moments happen. And I don't use that term lightly because I I do mean life-changing because although we are referring to endurance-based events, often they have repercussions which are much further uh, spreading than just being fitter, stronger. Often the confidence you find from knowing that you are capable of more doesn't just translate across to pushing yourself further in races. It often spills over to your, your personal life, your professional life. And I've found has had, yeah, much further reaching consequences overall. So Embracing and lean into challenge, even those you potentially think are unachievable, because it will push you further. It will push you to achieve more. It will allow you to upskill yourself and to find new levels. And even if you fail, and let's be quite clear, it's not a bad thing failing. You you will learn a lot about yourself you will learn a lot of lessons and more often than not you will be a lot further along than if you had not leaned into that challenge in the first place so for me that is a a pivotal part of growth and also if you want to get more out of life if you want to achieve more then it is a big part of that as well so that's number one number two is that everything is hard this one might take a little bit of explaining, but you have a lot of choices on a day-to-day, uh, you know, basis. You have a lot of choices in how you live your life. And more often than not, if you want to live a healthier, healthier lifestyle, if you want to get fitter, if you want to feel good, all of this stuff, takes effort it takes time it takes money and sometimes it is hard you know the the allure of sitting on the sofa eating donuts drinking beer eating pizza ordering the food in you know not going out for that training session the allure of just sitting in front of the tv you know that that is always there because the environments that we live in now have made life very, very easy or, or supposedly easy, but with everything where, you know, where there is good, there is bad and where there is easy, there is also hard. A lot of the times, if you are training easy, the event you take on will be hard. And if you flip it around, 
if you train hard, then the event you take on will be easier. If you make the harder choices when you are thinking about your nutrition, when you are thinking about your health now, then it will make things easier later in life. When you make easy choices now, it is making things harder later in life. Everything is hard at some point. You know, whether that is the decisions you make now or the consequence of the decisions that you have to live with later, there is never just easy the whole way through. Um, unfortunately, life just doesn't work like that. There is no constant easy option. A good way to think about this would be if you, you know, let's take the pizza and, the, you know, if you sit on the sofa, you eat pizza, you drink beer, you don't really exercise, you don't really look after yourself, then the health consequences further on down the line, you will have to live with and you will have to, to deal with. So that might be heart attack, that might be, you know, fatty liver disease, that might be uh, diabetes, that, that could be a whole range of different consequences that you then have to deal with go to hospital, adjust your lifestyle anyway, you know, at worst case scenario, maybe deal with a premature death. And it's all sounds very extreme, but there, there is kind of, you know, uh, an end point to this. Just em embracing that kind of difficulty of, of healthier choices and, uh, no, probably difficulty is 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 not the right way to say it. I, th I think what I'm trying to say is there there isn't an easy way, um, and it can after you've been, you know, doing the same thing for a long time, feel quite monotonous, feel quite stale, and feel like you just want to take the easier option. But here's the thing that there is no easy option the, the the kind of end result is dictated by what you're doing now so if you're choosing an easy life now you will you know it will be harder later and if you're choosing a hard life now then more often than not it will be easier and although life is can be set up for us to to take things easy now it's not always the best decision. Translate that into training. Like I said, the harder you work, the easier things will be on race day. So make sure you're putting uh, the effort in. And I guess all of this came from a lot of business lessons I've had in the last year. You know, you, you get frustrated because it feels like business is it's hard it's difficult it's you go through these peaks and troughs and it never gets easier and you're, you're kind of always waiting for that moment where actually it's going to get a little bit easier and you feel a little bit better and you know all things kind of click into place and I think over time you just have a realization that it just things don't ever get easy if you want to if you want to live a healthy fulfilled happy life you're going to have to put effort into whatever you do there's just no two ways about it and i think the hard that we face these days is is a little bit different to what we probably faced you know 50 years ago in terms of what we have to deal with but 
it still is um difficult at times however i again i think this is something we need to embrace because the hardship you face on a day-to-day will inevitably pave ways to some good stuff uh, further on down the line and actually if everything was easy we wouldn't appreciate it so those small moments that you get of elation as a result of your hard work hold on to them appreciate them make sure you celebrate them because they're the moments that everything else is is kind of worthwhile that that makes it worth it those small moments that you get those small glimpses in time they make things uh, worthwhile last but not least run your own race now i can kind of link this one back into the other one in the to the point before obviously this this you know doesn't just uh, this isn't just about endurance racing. This is about life in general. Um, things like social media can allow you to build up false expectations and false perceptions of the way that everyone else is living their life. And often you can fall into a kind of false sense of everyone else is living a better life than me and everyone else is finding it easier than me. Understand that things like Instagram and TikTok, they're highlight reels. And actually what it's taken for that person to get there isn't isn't what you see in front of you. And you see these these moments in time where people are crossing those lines hitting pbs looking like they're living amazing lives well you can almost guarantee that all of that what sits under all of that is hard work and a lot of suffering so rather than focusing too much on what everyone else is doing my my best piece of advice probably of all of these is to just run your own race just focus on what you want to do and focus on doing that well and focus on continually working to improve on what you're doing, on how you're doing, on how you're getting there, improve your quality of life, improve the, the you know, lean into the life that you want to lead rather than worrying about what everyone else is doing. Because what what you think everyone else is doing is not. There, there will be a lot of other factors that sit below that. And you only had to go on Instagram for a moment in time to think that everyone else is doing better than you, think that they're you know living these amazing lives. And the reality is they're not. Because often when you, you meet these people, and you have an understanding of what they've had to do and you've had an understanding of what it's taken them to get there. It's very, very different to the reality that they show. And like, let's not get it wrong. Instagram, you can do 
a minute for your reels. You can do a couple of minutes on stories and things like that, but this is not a long form platform. This is glimpses. This is moments in time. So don't become, you know, delusional by the stuff that people put out there. And we're all guilty of it. You know, you don't want to put out the reality because then it sounds like you're being a bit of a, I don't know, an attention seeker. You want to inspire, you want to enable people to 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 have an idea of what you're doing but the the negative side to that is that you know it often looks like we're living in a highlight reel and it is not the reality so stay in your own lane focus on what you're doing and you know not only will it allow you to do better physically do better mentally but it'll also allow you to have more satisfaction in your life in general. So they're my three bits of, or my three kind of learnings, embrace and lean into challenge because it will allow you to rise to the challenge and you will end up further along than you started. Understand that everything is hard. There is no easy option. And if you are doing hard things now, it will pave way to an easier life further on down the line and stick at it. If it's tough, understand, you know, it's tough for everyone and you just got to keep pushing through and there will be those moments in time that will make it all worthwhile. And finally, run your own race. Stop worrying what everyone else is doing. Stop worrying about what they're putting on Instagram. Stop worrying about how they're living. Have a clear understanding of what you want out of life, how you want to live it, and just focus on that. Turn your phone on, off, sorry. Spend less time on it. Spend less time on Instagram and focus on yourself. We have got a pretty banging season to come, not going to lie. We have got Mr. James Bazant back on. He's going to be talking about his final... uh, the the final the race itself the dragons back we've been working up to it this over the seasons and although it was september time very much looking forward to everyone hearing about that we've got mr chevy ruff on who talks about his journey into running from the corporate world we've got mr will fonan on who talks about his iron man and how he nearly died during it we have got a couple of other guests on. I'm not going to uh, share quite yet because they're going to be, uh, yeah, epic ones. I'm I'm keeping them close to my chest for the time being. But yeah, we've got some really cool episodes coming up. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to sharing them with you. And I'm hoping that you get a lot of lessons and find a lot of inspiration and can learn from all of those stories. Now, to finish up, my next challenge, and I put this out on Instagram today, the North Downs Way 100 mile race. Now, I'm not going to lie about this. 
the thought of running 100 miles after doing that 115 or 20 kilometers, I don't know what it was in the end. I'm not going to lie. It scares me a little. And when I put out my goals for 2024 in November, I think, or early December, that was not on the list. It was to do something big and do something challenging. I did not think it was going to be 100 miles because quite frankly, after the North Downs 110, I yeah did not want to go anywhere near 100k distance in a while. And I definitely did not think I would was going to be doing 100 miles. However, on reflecting, and obviously on the reflections I just shared with you, I actually thought that I learned a lot on that North Coast 110 and a lot of things that I would change moving forward and into it. I thought, you know, I did 120K, which is almost, you know, it's not, I mean, it's still a marathon between that and a and 100 miles, but I thought, do you know what, if I can do 120K in nine weeks, give myself six months, I should be able to get in a position where I can endure 100 miles. Um, But yeah, to be honest, it was the one thing that in the back of my mind, I was like, that scares the shit out of me. So that for one reason is one of the, one of the reasons I've decided to go for that distance. Um, you, yeah. And use what I've learned. I also think this moment in time, in terms of this year is probably going to be the last time that I have. Um, how do I put this? The, the last time this year is probably going to be the last time when I have, little responsibility to be able to do something fairly selfish with the way that things like business are heading is heading obviously uh, family life as well I kind of thought you know what this year I want to do something big because it's probably the last opportunity in a while that I'm going to be able to do this that was definitely a reason as well um so that was one of the factors. And then I guess a final factor in it was leadership. And, you know, I, I love ultramarathon racing, ultramarathon running uh, it is what I enjoy the most. It is what, or it is the direction I would like my business to head in the next few years in terms of coaching it brings me a lot of satisfaction being able to help people get to those distances. It has brought me a lot of satisfaction in training people for those kind of endeavors. And I wanted to do something big because I, for one, I wanted to be able to relate to anyone else who wanted to take on those distances. I wanted to be able to build experience in that kind of race because i think the things that you deal with when you're traveling over multiple days back to back are very different from what you do in like a one day race like 100k um and yeah i wanted to be able to put myself 
in that position to learn to feel what it was like and yeah and that was that is the kind of thing that scared me so i thought what better thing to do than do a 100 mile race in august so that is it august the 3rd north downs way 100 mile another little factor in it was that i grew up running on the north downs so that was kind of like the first place where i began doing endurance racing i've done an ultra marathon on it already it kind of runs quite near to my home like my mum dad's house so that was it uh, so i've got a lot of good memories on some of the trails near there um and yeah i just the thought of being able to you know say i've done 100 miles it was it was definitely a box i wanted to tick so i've made a decision to yeah go all in and i'm going to run 100 miles in 2024 also another big part of it is our is that 50 miles of it i'll have paces so basically the last 50 miles will be great because i'll be able to have a load of my mates who are in that kind of industry and space um, come along for the ride as well. So yes, that is the big uh, adventure, the big journey for this year. I'm going to be documenting the whole experience um, through a mixture of ways. I'm going to be working with a videographer who's going to be doing some uh, videos on a monthly basis i'm also going to be recording some of it myself so yeah i'm very looking much looking forward to uh i was going to say getting getting started but essentially i've already already started i'm just finalizing a few races and yeah then i'm good to go um but yeah i'm looking forward to being able to share this with anyone who's listening i will obviously update over the course of the next few seasons also, make sure you check out my YouTube and if you want to kind of stay in touch and, and see what I'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis, then you can find me on Instagram as well, at Ollie W. McCarthy. So that will give you an idea of what I'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis and also another platform that probably my, pref my preference in platform in how I kind of share my journey and what I do and the information I, I give out as a coach. So yeah. That is it for this episode. We will be back very soon with Mr. James Bazant. He'll be taking you through his Dragon's Back journey. Looking forward to sharing that. But yeah, if you've got questions, if you have any comments, if you would like to know more, or if you have an idea of guests you would like to hear on the podcast, then let me know. I will speak to you soon.